Hi, friends. What's up, everybody? Kobe Nashlin here. We are missing Brandon, but we're going to go ahead and record our uh, weekly podcast. And it's a little different today. Um, we always miss Brandon, but always do. We can we can keep going and give you guys what you what you need. So um, let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to start us off. How do we plan our vacation and also figure out what we need? We're so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive in your relationship. Guys, welcome to The Betrayed, The Addicted, and The Expert, a Beyond Enough production. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, The Once Betrayed. I'm Kobe, The Once Addicted. And I'm Brandon, The Expert. And he's definitely an expert. You've been working to help couples with their extreme challenges for like 15 years, right? Yeah, a long time. And I'm glad that I'm here with you guys sharing your vulnerable story. And I hope that it helps our listeners as well. Absolutely. And if you need some help getting started, we have a free resource over at beyond-enough.com forward slash step one. And that's one, the number. It provides the first key steps to healing your relationship, regardless of how tough things are right now. All right, guys, let's roll. Really good question, considering we just came home from vacation. <laughs> and uh, But we're going to go ahead and just read a quick review. If you haven't yet, jump over to iTunes. Love to have you rate and review us. And that helps other people find the podcast. And it also gives you a chance to have your review read on the podcast hey, itself. I'm going to also add in, if you have like feedback for the podcast, a great place to do that outside of the reviews uh, is the survey that we have. And it's beyond-enough.com slash survey. That can give you feed, that gives us the feedback. If you're having any sort of like, hey, I'd love to hear this or any sort of technical issues, that's where you want to reach out. Okay. Cool. Very good. Very well said. Okay. This is called the first thing that helped. And it says, since finding out about numerous affairs and porn addiction over the 20 years of our marriage, just six weeks ago, a friend sent me this link between meeting with a therapist, not ready to handle this and advice from friends, this podcast was the first actual helpful inf information I received. It allowed me to slow down, learn, and start to work proper steps. I know we have a long way to go, but with spouse also listening, it has given us much to learn and discuss. Thank you for your honesty, which is helping us navigate a forward path to a healthier marriage. Okay. Can I just say, super dang. cool. <laughs> Dang, I wish that was exactly where I found myself six weeks after disclosure. So I'm just grateful that you're here with us. I'm grateful for your positivity around listening and to you slow down. Yeah. Um, just there's so many great resources for you out there. And I'm really grateful that you chose us as one of them. Yeah, because there, there's lots. I mean, I mean, people can do all kinds of things. And um, I just appreciate the fact that she's finding clarity. Yeah. Right? Sounds like we both are. Yeah. And um, remember, for those of you listening, who have a partner who's willing to discuss recovery. This is a great way. And this is what Ashley and I did early in recovery. We developed intellectual intimacy. And that means we consumed information specifically from Brene Brown about shame early in recovery and when Ashlyn would come home from group or I would come home from group or we would read something 
that uh, that really spoke to us, we would share it. And that it wasn't, I wouldn't read something and then go, Ashlyn, guess how you shamed me? Let me just share this with you. Or you were so horrible when you said this, because listen, this is what Brittany- Or I listened to this podcast and you should listen to it because it's all about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was- it was more in the context of, okay, this is the principle that I heard and this is how I saw it in like my family of origin. And this is what my experience was with it. And it is helping me connect these dots. Yeah. And that really was for us that, you know, it was like an awakening. Yeah. Like look inside of me and yeah. here is me. Here's my vulnerability of saying, this is why it speaks to me. And uh, we continue to do that. Yeah. We don't always listen or read the same material, but we definitely still share. Yeah. It's been, it, it's been like a fundamental piece of, of life really now for both yes. of us, which is, which is really cool um, considering where we were, because we guys, if you, if you know us, if you don't know us, I don't know, but it, we, we never talked hard stuff <laughs> ever when um before we started recovery like we just didn't and we didn't have the skills we didn't have the intellect we didn't have we didn't even have the desire to be uncomfortable and talk about hard things right so it was uh it was really helpful for us and um, so we're saying basically there is hope <laughs> yeah there is we hope. were once not this okay um let's start um we're talking about vacations, which this time of year, I think a lot of people, especially in a year like this, where mm. 2020 is, you know, a lot of us have been it's locked nuts. down and we want to get out and go somewhere. Um, Kobe and I just went with our children to the Pacific Northwest and um, checked Shout out, out some, to the PNW, uh, Seattle and Washington, uh, <laughs> Seattle, Washington, and then the Oregon coast uh, Northern and uh, we took this trip as like, hey, let's go recharge. Let's also kind of scout out places that we could potentially move. And we did a lot of planning ahead. Yep. Um, now in the past, when we've done any trip, big, little, um, sometimes it didn't go so well, even if we planned ahead. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Well, I mean, I... We, we planned a lot of, we planned a lot of trips. We've had a lot of trips, but the truth is, is that, um, when we for, well, I would plan small things. Like I would say, okay, look, we're going to go on vacation and I want to be able to own my dailies, for example. So I'd come to Ashland and just say, Hey, look, this is what I'm planning on doing as far as recovery is concerned while on vacation, because I never did anything. In fact, I was typically the person who, um, when I was out of the office or when I was out of the classroom, as far, just going back to the days of, of being in college, if I wasn't at school, I didn't want to be doing anything. And so, um, meaning I didn't want to be doing like uh, work. <laughs> I would rather stay late at work than go home and have to work. And so when it came to vacation, historically speaking, I would do nothing uh, that, I would normally do in my day-to-day -day routine until recovery and vacation is an interesting concept because I think a lot of times we just think I want to just take a vacation from all the things and that changed for me 
when recovery started because it was like I've got like I've got to fold this new part of my life into what we're going to do. So this is what you can expect from me. And we would talk about morning schedule and you know workout. We would talk about whether there wasn't an opportunity to work out. We would um, make adjustments and say we're going to you know walk X amount of steps today. Um, for instance, when we would go to Disneyland, that was early, those were early days of recovery. Um, we wouldn't work out, but we would walk twenty thousand. Yeah, miles seriously, it was steps, not miles. So, so those are little things that that we would plan to do that really did help us. And it was, I mean, I don't know what it was like for you, Ashlyn. I think early days for me, it was like I've got to do this to show I'm still committed. I've got to do this to demonstrate, you know, that I'm still in. Mm-hmm. But I think over time it became, now this is just what I do. Yeah, I think it's more the, this is what we do. And uh, I won't lie, a lot of the the physical part of dailies is probably one that most people struggle with um, for several different reasons, right? No one wants to work out. Yeah, um, I was one of those people. And so I'm not going to lie that it does help me that I have this other business, Mama Bear Fitness, mm-hmm. that I show up for. And right. I started that just four months before all oh, this was like for sure dropped on me. And so it's not like I was this expert going into my dailies. It was something that was new to me still, Yeah. but I was, it kept me coming back. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to go back a little bit, Kobe, because um, let's talk about healthy compartmentalization because I used to compartmentalize in a really unhealthy way. And that was just like, this is hard. This is uncomfortable. And so let's definitely not talk about it ever. And if we do talk about it, I'm going to like, you know, it was a battle, the battle, it right? It's, it's all the things. So, um, there's more, I can probably at least five different trips that we've gone on where you would tell me some big news, drop some big bomb, literally, one was at the airport as we're getting on an airplane to leave for vacation. Mm-hmm. Another is the day before you disclose your second affair. We mm-hmm. went to Disneyland. Right. Um, these are really like they were big and heavy things for me. And I remember the first time it happened, I was reaching out to our therapist, like, how are we supposed to go on this trip? We've already paid for all this, you know, our hotels or our houses. We've already bought the tickets for Disneyland what are we supposed to do with this? Mm -hmm. How are we supposed to go into this trip and fake it and have fun when really I'm a mess. I'm, I'm broken. I'm all these things. And I remember her saying, Oh, you absolutely can. You can absolutely go and have a great trip. Um, It may not be your ideal trip, but it's going to be possible if you can healthy in a healthy way, say, Hey, these things aren't something we're going to, we're going to table them right now. Yep. And we're definitely going to talk about it when we get back, whether it's in therapy or together, whatever. But while we are on this trip, let's be present. Let's live in the day. Let's be here. You can have time to be hurt and to be sad and to feel. And it's probably where I use more of that, the 15 minute pity party and just Mm. like let it out so that I can show up and be a mom. I can be a wife. I can have you know, whatever my trip was meant to be. Yeah. And we've done that over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, you know, I, I, I still remember having the conversation with Amy where she's like, no, you're, you guys are both ready. And I'm like, but we're about to go on holiday. Like 
you really are telling me to do this? And she's like, yes. And I was super scared because I knew what that would mean for the trip. And that just kind of set, it didn't set me on a path, but it's like somehow all this stuff would come up prior to trips, which yeah. is really, which is really lousy, mm-hmm. like super lousy and horrible on, on my part. And I don't know why I thought that was a great time <laughs> ever to repeat what I did in 2014, but, but I have. And um, I think it's the either way, like either way, it's going to ruin the trip. Right. Like if she looks back and says, why didn't you tell me before if we'd mm-hmm. gone on that trip, first trip to Disneyland? Yeah. You and know, it came knowing out that all a month this time, later or yeah. whatever. She's like, wait. And, and this is really how Amy explained it to me was if you go on this trip um, and you don't tell her, then what's going to happen is, is Ashlyn is going to be thinking about all the things that took place at Disneyland, mm-hmm. um, at the beach in San Diego, like all the, all, like every event. And she's going to be like, wait, you did this, even though you knew you were going to tell me, but you didn't. Yeah. Like all, everything becomes, this is no longer, none of it was real. Yeah. Right. So that was uh, the first thing that we wanted to share was the ability to, whether you're right in the middle of the messy middle yeah. and things are hard and recovery is a mess. Um, you can still go and have these memories and come back to those things and talk about them. And that is still healthy. And that is 100% okay. Um, we've done it plenty of times. Totally. <laughs> um, this was actually a trip. We didn't do that, which I'm really proud of. <laughs> Both yes, <laughs> it was uh, it was a first uh, in recovery. No, it wasn't. Okay, maybe it wasn't a first, but it was uh, it was a very welcome yeah uh, non-event <laughs> prior to leaving on vacation. Uh-huh. But meaning, like there was nothing was going to go yeah. down. Okay, good. so the next one would be one I get all the time. We have this upcoming trip, or we're going to be with family for the holidays. I know that there's going to be situational triggers, whether we're going to the beach or we're around our family or we're going to be at the pool, whatever it is, the lake, we're going to be in big crowds, you know, whatever feeds you or doesn't, it takes from you. What do we do? How do we work around those triggers when we are still trying to have fun? Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a really important one to, to face. I mean, that's a really important one for both parties to face because really, at the end of the day, we always refer to this, but the body keeps the score. And if you're a partner who's been betrayed, who feels triggered when you identify other people with striking features and that's triggering to you, knowing that your partner has betrayed you previously, then it is an indicator that there's work that needs to be done. So if you are if you are one of those then and you know that there's a there's an upcoming trip and you're going to be around people that can be triggering or you're going to be in situations that are going to be triggering you're going to go to locations that historically are triggering then 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 stop the episode find an accelerated resolution therapist in your area an ART therapist and do work on that okay straight away i'm going to back up because if you are listening to Kobe right now and you're like, wait, what did he just say? Because yeah. you may have just thrown the betrayed under the bus of like, it's your problem if you're triggered. When in reality, there are definitely a 
like we have our own stuff, right? We all have our own stuff. Now, but now if you, if we were going to the beach and I'm triggered by other women because you were staring and oogling, whatever, at right. other women, I have good reason. Thousand percent. And, and so, yeah, thank you for pointing that out. I really did kind of gloss over that. Unintentionally, but, but I really did gloss over that. And so if, if your partner's still in a place where they're still oogling over people, then that's one thing. And maybe it's even time for you to say, actually, let's evaluate if going on holiday is actually a good idea to begin with, because it is okay to say this situation in, in, in this home or in this city, in this town, in this environment with these people historically has been a train wreck and we're very volatile in our relationship and in recovery right now, perhaps it's a really good idea for us to not go. Or do something different. I mean, or, how yeah. many, how many do times something have you different. worked with people who instead of going on their, you know, annual beach vacation, they're like, you know what, this season, it doesn't work. And, you know, we're going to do a city vacation this time. And where we're in an urban environment. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with saying, it's like, it's like a boundary for now Yep. and it, a boundary can be just for a season. It doesn't mean it's forever, Yep. but it gives you both an opportunity to set yourself up for success and say, Hey, we're not there yet. Yep. Um, I also, I mean, we've been on plenty of beach vacations where we just talked about it ahead of time. And, yeah. and I said, I do feel that pull where I am judging other women or I am feeling insecure and I recognize that that's my own stuff, but yeah. Hey, let's like, let's plan ahead and not sit ourselves in front of the women playing volleyball. That's, for sure. That is not a great place for me. Yeah, or exactly. For you. Right. There, there's, there's ways to, um, to manage environment at a beach, at a lake, at a, at a park, um, at a pool, whatever to help mitigate um, the triggers that might be in that situation, especially if you are not anticipating those, or if you can't look at it and say, okay, maybe we got to do something different. So, um, I know for me, early days in recovery, I still remember this, like going to the local pool for the first time after recovery and saying, I've got to be focused. 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 And I would incessantly repeat that to myself because I didn't understand how in my head, what worked for me to be in just that focused so that I don't allow my mind or my eye to wander. Um, and it's one thing if, if I notice someone with striking features and then I move on to the next thing, but it does take focus to say, okay, notice that person over there. And I'm going to be focused enough to say, I'm just not going to look in that general direction. And that doesn't mean I need to be looking at the ground or looking at my feet the whole time. That just means I need to be focused. And even if that person crosses my line of sight, I still need to be focused, meaning just because the person crosses my line of sight doesn't mean that I need to go to th that whole lusting objectification yeah. um, train of thought. Because I can still be focused. We say, can both do it. Yes. I can look at a beautiful woman or a beautiful man and yeah. also go to those places. So for me, it's, it's like your rule, your three second rule. Right. Yeah. And it's very 12 steppy rule to say, Hey, your three seconds, you're human. Yeah. If you notice someone who is striking mm -hmm. or beautiful to you, but it's what you do with that. Yep. Where's your intent? Where is yep. your heart? And if your heart is in a good place and your intent, sometimes I would be triggered and Kobe wouldn't. 
And so that was important for us to talk about and to plan ahead. So yeah, for sure. Um, if you're, if you're like a family that loves the beach, but the beach has been ruined, then guess what? You can go to a beach in the Pacific Northwest where people are clothed <laughs> in long, you know, uh, rain boots and are clamming and you can still enjoy the water oh, I guess. and enjoy Is people we fully clothed. That's not why we go there, but it, it's, but we do love it. So the point is, is like make adjustments. And if you need to let yourself off the hook from a traditional holiday or a traditional trip around the holidays that is other that, that's that's historically been disastrous, yeah. then be okay with saying this year we're taking a step back and we won't be joining you. As hard as that is, that is possible totally. and you can do that. Well, and you know, we do have a specific episode on dealing with family during the holidays or dealing with addiction mm-hmm. during the holidays, something like that. Um, but I will just add if family events are triggering, I know for us, we yeah. started staying in a hotel when we would go totally anywhere. Like I just said, I don't want to stay with people anymore. I want to have our own space. I want a place that we can retreat to. Yes. And it was very important for me to no longer stay with friends or uh-huh. stay with family. Yeah. Not because those people are unhealthy, but because we, we needed need- our own dance space. Yes. We needed to be able to decompress knowing yeah. that it was a triggering situation or that the people, um, that I was around, it, it's still, it, it's still challenging in some, in some settings for me to be around certain family members, um, both on my side and Ashland's side. And I have to be able to be honest enough with myself and with, with Ashlyn to say, okay, so when we go to this particular function, it's, it's set up to be there for like, you know, half the day or whatever the case is. I think that we can successfully do like two hours and then we're done. Or, I can manage an hour and then after or that little things I'm done. like we've recognized that we do best as a family when we are in family events with just one other family. But when everyone is there, um, our kids leave unhappy. We leave kind of like flustered and anxiety ridden. And so we've just straight up told family, like we love your family and we do best when we're just with your family. Um, and of course there's sometimes where it's everyone, but yeah. yeah, I mean, we've been open. It's not rude. It's like, Hey, we want to show up as our best selves and this is how we can do it. Yeah. But we have to plan that and we have to be honest about it and then just speak our piece. And if the family is supportive, if the people are supportive, they'll get it and be okay with it. They might not like it, <laughs> but they'll, they'll be okay with it. Yep. And that will mean that you'll, there'll be more of you to love. Yes. More of you that you can give to the, to that, uh, to that family. Yes. Okay. The next thing that we wanted to share was to plan your vacations around season. So we talked about this in the episode, what every man and woman should know about women with, um, the vagina blog. Oh yeah. And I loved that episode. So many comments on that episode. So if you haven't listened to it, go grab it. So Um, good. But here's the thing is we planned this trip around, um, it was fall break for our children and we took it a little bit early and we didn't plan around the seasons well. And so I went into the vacation very heavy with my emotions. And it's, I told Kobe, I mean, I feel like I tell him this every month, Kobe, I understand what I'm feeling will not feel this way forever. It only is about one day a month, but it feels so real that everything feels wrong. Like we shouldn't be on this vacation. I shouldn't be with Kobe. I, I need to run away. Like everything is too much for me. I feel a lot of overwhelm. And then the next day I'm fine. And it's a really hard place for Kobe. 
and my children to be around. And so normally when we're at home, I really just try to, I stay off social media. We don't have business meetings. We don't record the podcast that day. We try not to. We never have actually. Okay. That's good. Um, and, um, I take time for myself up in our bedroom, totally. but the problem was this trip we were traveling. Yeah. And so I didn't have my own space. I didn't have my own uh, time to recharge and to gather and say, Hey, snap out of it. You're yeah. okay. And tomorrow's going to be a better day. And so that was a big takeaway for us both is, yeah, we had this great trip, but I almost would have rather had gone two days later and extended it two days later. For sure. For sure. And that's also one of those situations where um, there might not be a way out of what's already planned because you might have booked a trip where there's non-refundable airline tickets and a non-refundable, you know, housing or whatever the case is. And so you have to be able to do that. And, and so the best thing to be able to do is to, is to like we're talking about, like plan or in the season. So even if you have to go um, while you're on your cycle, you can ask for what you want. And if you're the partner of someone who is going to be on their cycle while on holiday, be understanding. Because that I, I still remember while we were on holiday that day, it was really challenging for me. And there were moments when I would have thoughts race across my mind and they would leave as quickly as they came. But I knew that I knew that that was the day. And I knew that you weren't your normal self, Ash. And so it was like, I had immediate thoughts of just like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this is going like just really impatient and wholly unempathetic thoughts. But I was like, wait, stop. And it was hard because we were go, go, go. We're on vacation. We're Mm -hmm. trying to like, and normally on those that day, I don't have to do that at home. I can just relax and do my own thing. And so I'm like, I'm still trying to show up for the vacation, but I also was like, I don't want to be here and I feel awful emotionally and physically, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying and I didn't do a great job. And the worst is we met people for the first time and that was how they met me. And afterwards she, um, she messaged me and I definitely was like, I'm so sorry that that's how you met me because that was not me. And I just was having a, a very off day and she was very understanding of like, totally. Oh, I got it. I understand that. Yeah. And ultimately at the end of the day, if you can, if again, plan for the seasons, if you can plan around it, do it. And if you can't plan around it, then um, plan for it while you're there so that you have strategic downtime. And the truth is, is that I could have taken the girls and gone. But I wouldn't allowed. have missed out. Yeah. It's this weird, <laughs> I have FOMO. I need to go, you but just I'm going to be mean. Yeah. So watch out. Yeah, you just got to be understanding. So <laughs> oh. once you plan for seasons, then you're going to be like, wait, we really got this. We're really going to be good. Yes. And you have to track everything in order to know how to plan for your season. So I do track and have for quite a while. But... Track, but also share. And yeah. if you're a partner who's never discussed your your wife's cycle. Go listen to that podcast. Listen to the podcast, (laughs) but I promise it will be in your best interest and hers to know what her cycle is. I have to share this real quick. One of, I talked about this on my Instagram while we were on vacation because I'm like, this is the real stuff. Like I can't show up authentic. Like, look how much fun we're having when in really reality is like, I want to push Kobe off the pier. Yeah. Kobe hates (laughs) me and I hate him right now. Um, and (laughs) there was a lot of like, Thank you for that. Um, but the truth is that a gal reached out and she said, look at this conversation between me and my husband. Oh, and he had texted and he was like, Hey, 
are you tracking your cycle? And she's like, yeah, are you listening to that podcast set about the cycles, you know, that we had done? And he's like, yeah, let's start making a graph. Let's chart this. Like he was super excited. And she said, this is something I've been waiting for, for so long is to be able to talk about these really like openly. Yeah. Like why is this uncomfortable? It's a very human and woman thing mm-hmm. that men should also understand and know. Um, so anyways, how to share that. So yep. last one, planning enough time to recharge. And really this trip was a lot of like, Kobe took the time, the week off from work. Yep. He's an empath, which means he feels very deeply. Uh-huh. And he, I knew before we left, it was like, okay, we're going to be gone. But I am just, I, I, there's like six different things that are really heavy that all really hit us in the month of October. Um, two or three typical ones, but there were additional ones, additional situations that took place. It was like, this is just like overwhelming. And before we left on the trip, I had the thought cross my mind. I need to just separate myself fully because we were, I mean, we've been in a place where we can work and function doing groups and doing, you know, Ashley doesn't do one-on-one calls, but I do one-on-one calls with, with people. And that was our, our plan was to do that. Yeah, while we, we could just work from the beach. It's fine. Totally. But I knew, I knew for sure that I had to take time away and that's what we planned for. And so before we left, I messaged all my groups, I messaged all my one-on-one guys and just said, I need time to recharge. I need time to renew. Um, lots of heavy stuff is going on. And um, so this is how we're going to adjust things, blah, blah, blah. So glad we did. Yeah. And and to that point, Kobe, we this month, October for us is heavy. That, I mean, to name a few. Right. I disclosed the second affair. We've been separated twice during October. Yep. Um, our girls were sexually abused by an adult woman during this time uh-huh. um, years and years ago. Um, it's just a, a time where our body shows up no matter how much work we've done. Yep. And it's just a little bit wonky. Yep. And it's not just us. It's also the girls too. So we're, so we've actually, we're dealing with it as parents, but also as partners and individuals. So it's like this Mitchell cluster oh and your in the mom month of october your mom passed my mom's away my mom's month. birth date and death date are in october so yeah i mean this is the last what four years we yeah. have gone on some sort of vacation this time of year to in create part, yeah. to create new memories but also to just say hey we can still have joy during a month that is very wonky and heavy hard totally yeah. so um, planning ahead to recharge. What does that look like for you? Well, um, fire sitting by a fire is so renewing for me and watching the surf of the ocean is very renewing to me. And so we were able to, to do both of those. I mean, we had a, um, we stayed in seaside Oregon in this, uh, in this Airbnb and it, and it had um, a couple of gas fireplaces in it. And and the very first morning that we were there, because we got there at night in the dark, we could hear the ocean, but we were literally like a block from it. Mm-hmm. And we had a clear line of sight from the house to it. And the first morning I went to the top floor where there was a sitting room and there was a fireplace. And I turned the fireplace on and just sat and, and watched the ocean. I opened the window so I could hear it. 
and and just sat by the fire. So, and I, and I was quiet. I didn't. I wasn't on my phone. I just sat there and just absorbed it. I need downtime as well. And and this is actually a trip where I built in more activity time and interaction not, time, not which norm. is not. It's totally not my norm. And um, but but at the same time. I mean, it was a, it was a good lesson learned, right? I'm a, I'm a super social person, but I'm also a person as I'm, as I'm getting older, who I just need time by myself. So I need downtime and I need time in a, in a really renewing environment for me, mm-hmm. um, for Ashland. I think the desert speaks a lot to you mm-hmm. and renews you and it makes me sweat, which I don't like well, <laughs> the desert. It, it is, but I get both like, us walking through those forests up there. Oh man. I love it. I love it. And if it means you'll join me because it's a walk and not yes. a hike, then heck yeah. It I, is that stunning. Does, that renews me. And it's just like endless walk through the beauty. Grand Forest. Is that where it was in yeah. Polsvo, Washington? Over Bainbridge Island. Yeah, just west of Bainbridge Island. And we walked, it was a rainforest. Yeah. And it was it was a walk, but it was in you know, fern laden, moss covered trees and not our, just, not our norm here no, in the high just, desert of Utah. It was just beautiful. So that was renewing for me. What I think is important. Kobe and I were talking about this on the way home yesterday. You know, he says, as I've gotten older, I've realized I need more downtime. And I think what it, I think it's not that he's gotten older because I'm the same way. I think it's that we've gotten to know ourselves, ourselves more. better. Yeah. And Kobe and That's I fair. both are very similar in I was always labeled the introvert. He was labeled the extrovert. And yet here we are where we both feel lifted up by people, yeah, but also lifted up by alone time and just us time. And it wasn't that before. No. Um, I thought I only feel lifted by myself or being with people is so scary and so much anxiety. But now I'm like, wait, if it's the right kind of people, it's totally great for me and it lifts me up Yeah, and just starting to um, find more clarity and understanding of what I need yes. and who I am yes. and accepting that. Instead Being okay of, with it. Like this is me and I need to be okay yeah, with it. Instead of the, um, this, Being should, instead of shooting myself, well, I I've, think, I've learned to accept myself for who I really am. Right. And I used to say a lot, like, it's just who I am. And I hate hearing that now because guess what? Who I am can shift. Who mm. I am can change her mind. Yep. And I definitely have done that in the last few years. And there's nothing wrong with that. Beautifully so. Beautifully so. Um, I, so so again, I I really and in fact, actually, um, we had very different experiences on holiday when we were in our individual families of origin growing up, Ashland's family was very much, let's, let's go and do, let's, let's do all the things on holiday. And my mom was also an empath and she gave and gave and gave because she not only had seven kids, but she kept kids with special needs. And that would require a certain amount of empathy from her in order to execute like just day-to-day functions. And so when we went on holiday, my mom would like we would go to park city utah my dad had a timeshare my mom would just say let's go to costco let's load up on food that we can you know throw in the freezer and then just cook you know on the spot and get and she's like we're gonna take all the movies and we're just gonna hunker down we're gonna go swim and then we'll pop over to the outlets 
but we're just going to relax. And my mom legit would do that. And, <laughs> and me as the in-law was like, why aren't we hiking? Why aren't we going on the Alpine side? What are this we isn't doing? How we do it. But my mom, without her really knowing that, I don't think that she did. Maybe she did. And she just didn't directly tell us. My mom was like, this is what we're gonna do. We're just going to relax. And I don't think she understood why, but I learned to do that. And I didn't realize how much I enjoyed that until I probably was just kind of thrust into one of your family vacations where we were just like going and going and going. And I'm like, but I'm so tired. I need to have a, I need to have rest like no from my vacation. Come on. Yeah. And, and that was actually probably the big one. Right. Yeah. And, and so we had to kind of forge both totally. of our like, okay, these are things we really liked about growing up mm -hmm. family vacations. These are things that we could do different. Yes. And I think we've done a good mesh. We really have of both. We really have. We're we're still trying to fine tune it because this this one was, this one was um, a little perfect. bit a little bit different. But you know they never are. But I will say that it's um, now we know more that there's two things, there's two things that we have to be able to plan for, for certain as far as like objectives for holiday. Number one is is we have to have um, enough downtime, but we also have to ha have to have enough um, activity time. Yes. And as long as if we can do those two things and be very intentional with those and explain those things to our girls as to why, then it makes more sense why we're not like chasing around this way and that. Right. And we're giving ourselves time to relax. Yeah. Um, we're, well, and as we've yeah. been more open with this, with our girls, they've been able to feel a lot of the same feelings. They're very much like us. And they like the activities and mm -hmm. then they just want to go home and just like crash. Yeah. Take a shower and be done for the yep. day. And I'm like, okay, that's okay. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> it totally is. It totally is. You know, we went to Glenwood Springs, Colorado, um, back in was right it after June? lockdown. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember when that was it. Glenwood Springs was only like two weeks from, from, um, opening up from lockdown. So we got there when it was really, Quite, very yeah. quiet nobody was there but but the cool part was is they have this enormous hot spring they have multiple hot springs in, in in glenwood springs but the cool part was is that we were able to achieve both activity but also resting and renewal i'll sit in a hot spring all day long and that's an activity and a renewal <laughs> yes and and that's one of those things that we wouldn't have known would work for both of us to achieve both objectives because the truth is, is I'm not like the guy who's like, I just want to go somewhere and lay in bed all day. That's not, that's not who I am, but I want to be able to have time to relax for certain. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was far more than relaxing and it was renewing to go and to just have time downtime while in the hot springs. Yep. That was really fun. So I think that covers that's it. That's it. So all the things I just, I hope this gave you a little bit of insight into you know, we're still not there yet. No. We, we continue to adjust and shift and use each vacation as data and say, this is what we could do a little different next sure. time. And that's part of this. This is, you know, what is life after recovery? This is it. It's, it's true. It's not like the, we're, we're giving it up. We're not talking about it ever again. It's still part of our life, but we're still having a lot of fun. Yep. And, and I will say this, that recovery has, has allowed us to enjoy vacation and holiday way more 
because we understand ourselves more. Mm-hmm. We understand our partners more. Like we understand each other more. And it like recovery, I, I've, I've said this many times before, I wouldn't wish addiction on anyone, but I would, uh, but I wish recovery on every person because they are quintessential life skills that will allow anyone to manage and to deal with and to, and to in a healthy way cope with life as it comes at us. And yeah, it's, um, it's like recovery has enhanced our ability to vacation in a more effective <laughs> and connecting way in a more renewing way. Yes. So, Amen. So go, go plan your next trip. If you haven't already. Yeah. The holidays are coming and remember, look ahead. Part of, part of recovery is, is looking ahead ahead, is planning ahead is anticipating and and then be able to look back and say, let's have an honest conversation about how that went to go to, you know, your mom's place or my dad's place or whatever the case was for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or for New Year's. Oh my gosh. I think that's so important. Okay. So we do plan ahead and we talk about it and we have those conversations. Yes. But we also, <laughs> we have the like, let's reflect. And we did that on the way home and it was super valuable. Yeah, it so, really was. Good point. All right. Thanks for being here, Take guys. Care. Thank you guys.